and like pockets on jeans. Yeah, you got your back this week. <laughs> what? What? I never heard that. I think I just made that up. <laughs> we got your back. Like, like pockets holes on jeans. and jeans. We're back and better than ever. <laughs> That's a stretch, bro. <laughs> That's a stretch. Oh, Do you my. own any stretchy jeans? I don't own any jeans. Zero pairs. I've seen you in. I, that's right. I've seen you in shorts, basketball shorts, mm-hmm. khaki khakis, shorts. suit khakis. suit pants. When you mm-hmm. when uh, only at my wedding, no other time. I have a pair of Under Armour, like um, what, like joggers. Yeah. So my beloved boss has retired after thirty nine years of service. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm ever going to wear pants to work again. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I want to be completely transparent to everybody that's concerned. I haven't worn pants, but like four times this year. Not, not, not wear pants. Just wear shorts. Yeah, I feel like no, you're making it sound. No, no, wait, wait, no, 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 I'm not going to work in my underwear, which happened a lot in the pandemic. Yeah, I think because going to work was at home. But who spends I mean. more time? In their underwear, you or Homer Simpson? Oh my God, M- me! That, no, <laughs> I, I I always have shorts on. I always. I feel like they and he uh, wears tidy whities. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they haven't. I haven't watched The Simpsons in a while, but I feel like that's something they might have cleaned up. Uh, he didn't wear them a lot anyway. I just feel scenes. like there's like a lot of episodes where. I think there's a lot of memes and there's a lot of like oh. digital prints of Homer, like the epic one, which I think I have somewhere is Homer in his underwear laying on the couch. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a good memory. But if you're just tuning in, well, this is the beers and beards podcast. I'm Gary Thomas. I have big I'm plans David. to, to manifest, to put it out into the universe. That's David. He's beautiful. I'm big Papa. He shaved his fucking mustache. He can't handle the pressure. <clears throat> shaved my eyebrow too. You see that? So there's two things that November's known for. Mm-hmm. Mom, close your ears. No shave November. Yeah. And no nut November. I think you're good on one front. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Let's just say you've already failed the no shave. Wow. Well. We're holding out hope. Angie and I've been, yeah. Angie and I've been watching uh, Seinfeld, and we're trying to get to the episode where uh, they have the the pact. What's what's that? What's the episode called? Uh, well, let me tell you the something, con- David. Con- the contest, right? Unpopular opinion. Yeah. the The two most hated sitcoms in my my let me rephrase that my two most hated sitcoms. We might lose thousands of listeners over this. Mm-hmm. Friends, number one, sits at the top of that list. Worst shit. I'd never want to watch it ever. <laughs> okay. Number two, Seinfeld. I mean, I'm. I don't. I. I think that you're not alone don't, in that opinion. Right. I thought you were going to talk trash. No, I. I. I'm not a huge Friends fan. I've seen like episodes, and I know the the general storylines, but I'm not a like a. Friends is not one that's near and dear to my heart. Seinfeld uh, really isn't either. I like, but see the difference between you and I. Yeah, I grew up. Those were like, yeah, on TV. On TV, <laughs> you know, you had to must see TV. You had to like, you had to set your VCR. 
Yeah, you had to be at home at 9 p.m. on Thursdays to watch that dumb shit. Yeah. I want, did you like uh, Home Improvement? Yes. That was pretty bad. You didn't like it? No. That's because I feel like you. there's nothing. It, uh, this applies to me, too, so I, I don't w- want to discriminate. There is nothing fucking handy about me. <laughs> there's like so, Tim, if, yeah. if your name is Tim the Toolman Taylor, I can never relate. Yeah. And I, I think that that's in like a category, though, too, of like the family based sitcoms. Right. Yeah. Those I think are in there because it's so cheesy at points too. Right. They all have the same storylines. And I think that's kind of its own thing. Like that's in like the boy meets world. Like a lot of that, like uh, what they yeah. call it. Uh, what the TGIF. Yeah. What? I, and I think too, if you look back and this is interesting to me, may not be to anybody else, but like they picked, Primo stand-up comedians to head mm-hmm. these shows. You look at Full House. Bob Saget, if you've ever listened to Bob Saget's stand-up, he is nothing like Danny Taylor. <laughs> Zero. They say Danny Taylor? Yeah, that's the name, right? Tanner. Tanner, yeah. <laughs> Danny, The Danny Taylor Show. Yeah. Well, I just I was thinking of Tim the Toolman. Well, Taylor. why can't uh, Burt Kreischer get, get a sitcom? Wouldn't well, he be I, so I, good on a sitcom? I think those dynamics like, have changed as just like a, a, a normal dad. Like, do you remember? Um, I don't want any more dads. I don't want any more family shows. <laughs> do you remember uh, uh, John, John Belushi, Jim Belushi, Jim, yeah. Jim Belushi with uh, what was the show that he was on? Um, according oh, to Jim, something like that. Yeah. With Courtney Thorne Smith. Yeah. The blonde chick. And you're like, she's no, she's it's always she like a normal looking comedian, with a hot, hot wife. wife. Except for uh, everybody loves Raymond, like Patricia. I don't know. She got them fake hoo has. Did she have? Oh, well, I got to go back and watch. Then I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's well documented. Wow, oh. Patricia. He, <laughs> you, you, you obviously aren't Again, watching for the same reason. That, my, <laughs> that was before my time. <laughs> we got to do top five family based next time we do. See, I was thinking show. you were going to say top five. Uh, breast implant jobs. Oh, we could do that too. Or enhancements. Enhancements, yes. Yeah. This is a PG sixteen show. <laughs> yeah. PG twenty one. Uh, first of all, I want to say, for as much as I've criticized you, and we'll, we'll can let's be honest, continue to criticize you. Yeah. You completed a marathon this weekend. Mm-hmm. I see. I, yeah. And I don't. And you were about to tell me about it, and I said, no. Nope, listen, I want some some good organic you looked in pictures and vaguely in your post i feel like something went wrong tell yeah. me what went wrong and then before you even say it i just want to get this out there and i won't say it again yeah i fucking told you so but go ahead i know that's my fault so yeah so i'm all ready to you're ready to go i ran the first half of the marathon i was right on <laughs> you say i ran the first half mile you know first half marathon half of the marathon so I ran a half marathon. Yeah. And I was like, I'm feeling good, you know, right on where the pacing was supposed to be and, and hanging out with my buddy, uh, ultra racer, Harvey Lewis, which I, I sh- told you a little bit about him. Um, That's Hannibal Lecter's cousin. Yeah. He's a badass, by the way. Um, so was Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, well, yeah. But about mile 16, 
I start to feel in my foot a little bit of a a a, a twinge or what you know I don't know whatever but like oh that some I don't know something's not right mm-hmm. like okay I'm like this for a couple miles just it just sucked like not not that it was bad like but you it wasn't pushed through you, you, you through. didn't stop yeah about my mile nineteen I said it felt like I was stepping on a knife every time I ran. <laughs> And I had to basically run walk the rest of the way. Like physically, I felt like your lungs my, were good. Yes. My cardio, my lungs were good. And it was perfect weather. It was like 48 degrees, like a little, like partly sunny to where it's like, like it's like that. I don't know, it was perfect weather for running. So the weather was zero factor. I'd already done all the hills, the hills in that race. Uh, I did the flying pig. The hills are in like the first seven miles and I felt great on those. I'm like, oh, you know, let's go. So the easiest part of the race, like, again, like not easy, easy, like in terms of course, but hard because you've already ran 19 miles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm like run walking for a couple miles and then mile 22, my beautiful bride who was running with me, leaves me in the dust, says, I'll come back and get you. She can't be bothered with your... (laughs) With my with disabilities, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had a goal. I wanted to finish in originally. I, I was saying around like four hours and forty five minutes. I think I said that on the show last week, and then I'm like, ah, run walk maybe do five hours. Five hour like they do. They have like pacers. Like they pass me, and they're off in the distance, and I can't even see them. And so then I'm like, oh man, but I was still like thought that I could potentially run walk, but I'm doing like. 13 14 minute miles like walking like every like probably minute i could run for about a minute and then i had to walk and it was just and then i'm just also mentally just like ready to be done mm-hmm. and it's just being more, more and more prolonged by the fact that i can't run and i wasn't even really like i wasn't even limping or anything so it's it and then i get done with the race and thankfully uh, some people from my training group, the last couple miles helped me out a lot. They were there and, you know, helped me with the push through to the end. And I did finish. I can't really say that I ran a marathon cause I didn't run the whole way, but, uh, a little bit behind what my goal time was. And, but my, my real goal was just to finish. Cause it's, so a, what was your final time? Five hours and four minutes. So I'll have, you know, you did one in five Oh three, didn't you? No, 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 no. <laughs> You, somebody similar to me, very much like me, who didn't train, finished their marathon in five hours and thirty three minutes. Not bad. That person is Bert Kreischer. Oh, so I beat Bert. You beat Bert. That's all that matters. But uh, yeah, so then get done. Do you go to the emergency room? No, get done with the race. And I'm like, I got to sit down like I, you know, because then all the, you know, the adrenaline's done and whatever. And then I'm like, ah, my foot is killing me. I couldn't bend my toes on my left foot. And then about so then I made it over to the grass, sat down, you know, kind of recovered, took me like a five minute nap, uh, took some ibuprofen and felt fine. <laughs> like That's a, it's the weirdest thing that I have no like lingering where did you like, go to mentally? Like you start feeling that. And so obviously you're like, 
okay, something's fucked up. Yeah. And, but you keep going. And then it gets to the point where it's that stabbing feeling. Where, when did you, were like, all right. I was just like, I, I just want to finish. I know that I'm like, I, I thought I like, I thought I honestly had a stress fracture is what, not that I've ever had one, but, um, cause I have pretty strong bones. I drank a lot of milk when I was a kid, but, uh, <laughs> I thought that I had a stress fracture and I was like, oh man, this is going to suck because I'm probably making it worse. Keeping, you know, continuing to run on it. But I almost wish that I would have had, you know, I feel too good now for how bad I felt during the race. Does that make sense? Like, I want there to be like an injury. I, that sounds like to have a sudden onset gout. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had. <laughs> I had, you know how like some this this makes me think of when uh, like fighters when they always talked about the cage flu, mm-hmm. and it's only it the only symptoms are when you have a fight coming up. That's the only time you get it. So I had maybe like marathon foot or something. Yeah. But I, I have no, and I'm, we're now what, three days after the day after mm-hmm. I felt fine. I felt great. Like I felt like a million bucks and, um, yeah. So it's, like I said, I, I almost want there to be, <laughs> I almost want there to be some sort of issue, but there's nothing. Um, I well, feel great. I'm now I'm already planning for my next one. I thought I was only going to do one, but I guess I'm doing that, another one. Okay. That sounds like mental illness to me. It probably, I not because now I'm like, I have to, have to beat that. Right. That's how I, like, I know what it feels like to do it. How about you and beat even, your push up record? How, let's, let's go for something four. easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Easier. Uh, no, but I do. And I'm like immediately thinking about all the things. So like for me, and this is probably boring to most people, but the, you're an inspiration for to the masses. Yeah, it took so much out of me, like physically and mentally, that I I didn't do any anything else other than run for three months. And I feel like that's probably not good. Like I should have done more cross training, mm-hmm. um, to like strengthen my body in other ways than just running. Um, so that's my my plan for the next one to do more more strength training, more cross training get on the bike, do some swimming. I'm actually going to be planning to do a triathlon next year, Gary. Oh, you told me you were going to do an Ironman. Yeah. I'm going to do a double Ironman. Well, that's that's called a uh, Thanos. <laughs> yes. It's an Ironman 2. So, Ironman. What, what's you, what do you do immediately after? Like you said, you're feeling good. Like, do you go pig out? You go hey, drink pizza. a lot of beer? Ate pizza, then went up to my friend's house and gave out candy and ate a bunch of candy and drank beer. Did you carbo load before? Or yes, did you take I was like the gel packs yeah. and shit like that. Oh yeah, all that fun stuff. Let's see, I know <clears throat> it's funny. I didn't I have fettuccine Alfredo to... though, so <laughs> that was probably my downfall. <laughs> I listened to um, this year's been so fucked up for me. Like I did. 60 some days of 75 hard. I went back to it, made it a couple weeks, and I'm just like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know, my bitch voice That's worn nice. out. So I'm psyching myself up for, I don't want to run a marathon, but I want, like, I I feel like I'm on the on the edge of, of really finishing something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I really want to devote and be prepared and, 
and do something. So I was listening to the first Joe Rogan and David Goggins when David Goggins mm-hmm. talks about uh, wanting to, to raise money, running some race to raise money, but he has to like do an ultra marathon first. So he goes where he basically just, he ran around a track and yeah. how he tried I, to be in the, uh, uh, new, new York marathon. No, he got, but, he, he ran that, that or the Boston marathon, but he was trying to do this ultra race. Yeah. But the guy been, wouldn't even yeah. let him into the ultra race cause he never competed in an ultra race. So he right. had to go prove he could run at least a hundred miles in 24 hours. Yeah. And he gets like mile 70 and like he shits his pants. He's, like going into shock and all that. Do that, yeah. But then he gets up and finishes, and I'm like, "What? What?" And allegedly, everybody has that in them, right? Like everybody mm-hmm. has that. If you've got, if well, there's a will, there's a way. But holy shit! Like you ran, what is the marathon? Twenty four point two. You you said this before. Twenty six point two. So I ran basically ten miles after my first onset of feeling like I had some sort of injury. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I don't think you should run another one. And the thing is, what about so, a bodybuilding show? Would you ever consider that? That's yeah, a lot of dedication. I'm going to beat uh, Jason Adams. Remember him? Uh, did he do a bodybuilding <laughs> show? You don't know who that is, but I do know who that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> the, the women's MMA guy. Yeah. Yeah. I we, uh, we don't really talk I, I don't want to go too deep into some of our conversations that we have about different people, but no, let's yeah, let's <laughs> that's that's not for public. That's concern. for if you get our Patreon. Yeah, and I sent you all the stuff to log in and you just, we will do uncensored you, you give us a person and we'll tell you our real Whole feelings Rose. on that person. <laughs> Somebody go clip that shit and go outside. Um I feel accomplished this week, David. You gave out all your candy for Halloween. I didn't give out any candy. I took my lovely yeah. son's trick or treat, and he had a great time. He had a uh, badass costume. He was baby shark. He was the only baby yeah. shark I saw. But if you want to rewind one episode, you will hear that I had some Henry McKenna, 10-year-old, bottled and bond. Again, shout out to Mike Tabor for the hookup. Yeah. Now, at that time that I drank it, the workers of Heaven Hill were on strike. Right. They heard the pot. They must have heard me. I feel like they listened. Heaven to Hill. They listened. They played it on the picket line. And they have reached an agreement. So we're going to get more, more larceny. Yeah. So, I mean, good for them. I'm glad. I mean, it just sounded like a shitty situation anyway. But I feel mm-hmm. like this in this day and time, a good like there's a lot of people that complain that you know nobody wants to work and all that but i feel like that movement has kind of swayed the power to the to the people looking for jobs oh yeah i mean it's, it's so a lot of people i mean a lot of the discussion is around like service industry yeah jobs where they are just not a not easy jobs. If you ever if you've ever worked in anything service industry or restaurant, food based, I mean, those are not easy jobs. Like I had, I think we talked about this. I worked at Arby's. I worked at Wendy's. That was not an easy job. Like you deal with the 
crap and you get paid. I, my first job in this is going to date me. I think I made five eighty-five an hour, Gary. Five fifteen was minimum wage when I started. Yeah. Five fifteen was minimum wage when I started. And how much longer uh, did I start after that? After you, you were like <laughs> ten years into your career when I started, and I was making way above minimum wage. Way above <laughs> seventy cents above. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean they they pay you as little as they possibly can to, you know, and I just always have had a work ethic of like I don't think about like hey I this is what I'm I'm, I'm only getting paid five bucks an hour I'm gonna give you five dollars worth of work uh, you know I always gave, gave it you one, gave yeah. it a hundred dollar an hour effort right and that that's I, I mean that roast beef I do think that is I don't want to overgeneralize and say everybody's lazy but at least from my goggles I see that 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 work ethic is kind of went by the wayside some and, and whether it come in the form of entitlement or whatever, like I think it's a, but working uh, sucks. I don't want to, I don't want to be like, yeah. Oh God, working's great. No, listen, let us hit a lick with a viral video or something. And we can just be influenced. Me and Abby talked about this. <laughs> the influencers. I was wanting to talk about some controversial subjects with her. And she was like, Nope, you get canceled. I said, but Dave Chappelle hasn't got canceled. She said, well, you're not fucking Dave Chappelle. <laughs> That's true. You're not. <laughs> You can't so, be Dave Chappelle without having the. You got to walk away from a fifty million dollar deal first. Um, I don't know if you remember our first podcast offer, but it was well over fifty million. Yeah, it was for uh, to be exclusive on uh, Pod Podbean. <laughs> yeah, Podnerd dot com. <laughs> uh, well, I keep getting this. Have you got this ad for some service called Verbal, like V U R B L? No. no, but that sounds. It's like it's a, another podcast player, and when I wow. look at analytics, like there's that RSS feed. Just I guess you just pick it off the internet, and it goes to so many different platforms. Yeah, we're all, yeah we get we get listens from like stuff I've never heard of. I'm like, who downloads? Like, how do you pick that? Like, I don't know. What are what are some of the ones? Um, Podbean, yeah, um, like even Ear, Stitcher, Earwire. Yeah, just like, how do you? How do you pick the ear wire is going to be my, that's why I always say your podcast player of choice. Cause we're in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't even know when we don't even know which ones we're in. Yeah. And you know where you can also listen to us at audible. on audible. You can get a free audio book along with that service. And uh, listen, this, I don't, are you a member of audible? You are. Yeah. Did you get the deal? Like if you buy one, you got two free this month. Mm hmm. So always good deals, and it's never a bad thing to to engage you know what in a I book. Just listen to Gary. Um, Bitter brew. I'm always listening to like beer and bourbon alcohol books. I just don't feel like those would interest me. Those would not hold my attention. This one's about like the um, it talks about the, the Bush family and Hunter Bush, the mm-hmm. history, but more about like. It like talks about like the hit the timeline of of you know them building the the business and then you know all the way to being sold, um, but it talks more about the family and it kind of almost reads as like a hit piece on the youngest one, the last one to run. The, Didn't they do a <laughs> uh, reality show? Was that the Bush family? I don't know. Uh, there was a reality show with some. I, I mean, I don't think it lasted very long, but yeah. But August 
August Bush the fourth. He was the last one, and his dad had basically like covered up for him. Like he killed multiple people. Uh, what what time period is this? I mean, from two thousand four. <laughs> no, no. When? What do you mean? What time period? Like what? When? When? What years was he killing people? Oh, in like the eighties when he was in college. Oh, I got you. Yeah, and then like he's DUI still crashes like, and stuff. Yeah, DUI and that's so they should um, be the Kennedys. <laughs> people, people just show up dead in his in his circle in his orbit. Anheuser Clinton Bush, and he <laughs> and he somehow just you know keeps. But his dad was like very strict. Like he's like, I don't care who you are, if your family, whatever. If you are not performing, then I'm, you you're you're not going to be associated with this company. He like forced you know he he forced his dad August the third. Forced his dad out of the company because he's too old. Um, couldn't, couldn't be. Couldn't produce. Yeah. yeah. But then he had this soft spot for his son and kept promoting him, and that ended up being the downfall of <laughs> the company. Lasted for like two years, and then they they got bought uh, out. Not yeah, not even bought out, but it was like a forced buyout. Like they like the, sh- the shareholders were like a yeah out. yeah. It was all, like it was hostile without being like officially hostile. Like it was. Yeah to the extent but yeah it's a interesting read about a family but it's like you're listening to this book and you're like these rich bastards (laughs) exactly (laughs) and you're like it's interesting but also you're like they have so many like opportunities and choices and and like silver spoon and they still like like you would like to say like hey if i was born into that situation but like how much of it is, you know, the nature versus nurture, right? Of being like, yeah. if you grew up from the day you were born, being everything rich. was handed to you. Like from the standpoint of like someone to prompt, basically almost practically wipe your butt. I how would it. you, I how would you, like, do you think you'd be the same person or do you think you'd be a different person? I wouldn't, I would be a complete shithead. Yes. What if you're Elon Musk kid, richest dude on the planet, got 27 kids, you know, he never sees them. I feel that way. I don't. I don't. Does want, he have twenty seven kids? No, no, he's got like seven or eight. Really? He just, he just had a kid with uh, that crazy singer girl. Who does Graves. he have kids with? Yeah, he he's been married a few times. How old is Elon Musk? Is he like seventy? Wouldn't that be crazy? Look fifty. <laughs> he's fi- he is fifty. Richest man in the world. The thing about Elon Musk is like, I get that. He comes up with all these cool ideas. But he's also the maker of those things. It's not like he was uh, this guy from Apple. Uh, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Steve Jobs was like the master of making people produce for him, right? Yeah. He wasn't like the innovator. Early on he was, but, but Elon Musk is like the designer. He's like the guy. Yeah. But I was gonna say it's it's fascinating that the value of of what like he's I think his his wealth is based almost on like future value too right so like yeah, Tesla is like a huge stock. but Tesla is a huge company but in in uh and in, in practice Tesla is like a very small percentage of the actual cars that are sold in in the world right. right? Right. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's not like he's out there selling like he doesn't have like a what set 60 percent market share in the U.S. of of cell phones like Apple does. 
It's not, yeah. Right. Ford's or, not shaking in their boots wondering what Tesla's Or like night. Amazon, which is like a behemoth, and he has like the idea of it's all like based on the um, the potential of what he is he has come up with, and not the actual like results right. so far, right? So far. In 10 years, we could be looking back and like 90% of cars on the road are Teslas, and that would be a whole different story. But I'd be down for a Tesla. And I mean, either A, you can't get one because there's wait lists for them still, or B, you can't afford one. They're not super expensive, though, right? I mean, they're, they're expensive, but they're not like Aston Martin expensive. Uh, yeah. I mean, not that. Yeah. Like 70, 80 grand. Yeah. I think you can get into, you can get into one for like, 25 25 maybe i mean that's what my car costs (laughs) anyway all that to say audibletrial.com forward slash beers and beards get you a free book listen about elon musk listen burt kreischer whatever i'm gonna drink some bourbon because it's that 30 minute mark of the podcast and i've got thirsty shout out this week on the bourbon side to my good friend michael rigdon he is a uh, he's our the number one ginger on our uh, family. I don't know how to open this bourbon. He's dude. top top ginger on our. He does show up on our. Um, you know how they they have the uh, um, demographics of people that listen. He's one of seven gingers that listen. <laughs> yeah, it does say ginger. Yeah, you have seven gingers. I listening. feel so stupid. Anyway, he was out and about. Text me. Hey, have you ever heard of this bourbon? I said no. Uh, he gives me the price, which I think was $22. And I said, I Venmoed him and he brought it to me. And this week's selection is McFarland's Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is a handcrafted bourbon made in Danville, Kentucky, aged at least three years, a minimum yeah. of three years. Um, and other than that, it's got some weird. I probably made up story on the back. I don't know. I, I don't want to discount the story. <laughs> but I'm not going to read President it. George Washington signed the whiskey tax into law. Is that what it talks about? And appointed General John Neville as this collector of the record. That is what it says. What are you reading it? <laughs> no, it's on the their website. In the summer of 1794, Mayor James McFarlane and his brand of whiskey rebel band of whiskey rebels descended on Bower Hill. General Neville's majestic West Pennsylvania estate in protest protest of the tax. Do you on hear the second day of the standoff, a white flag. Yeah, I'm trying to cover for you. Oh, I keep going. On the second day of the standoff, a white flag was away from Neville's mansion. McFarlane, assuming the government had surrendered, stepped out in the open and was shot dead. <laughs> Poor bastard. If we go name a bourbon death. after this loser, <laughs> further radicalized the resistance inciting additional violent clashes with the government, which ultimately quelled the Whiskey Rebellion in the fall of 1794. McFarland's brave stand, however, is a lasting tribute to American passion and our intimate and storied history with our native spirit, aged a minimum of three years. And I will say, Gary, this is such a, I guess, a small company that I go on their website. There's not even, it doesn't even say, like, are you 21? You don't have to say. They don't have that on their website. Distilled by rebels, tamed by wheat. Is this weeded? That's what it says. There's a bunch of wheat on their uh, um, website. 
I like the bottle though. It mentions nothing about weed on here. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, handcrafted barrel, 750 milliliters, 90 proof. Their website um, just said mostly other than what I read to you says coming soon. <laughs> it must be new. I guess. Right? Is it newer? I've never seen it. It looks like they only have the one product. Oh man, this has got a weird smell to it. Um, uh, smells like a new bourbon. So you're not getting that. There's hardly any oak or char smell to it. But it does have like this weird. Oh, my mouth's watering now. Um, I don't want to say butter toffee because I made fun of the person that said, but it does have like a Werther's original esque like smell to it. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. I, I bet it doesn't taste like that, but it's got, it's got like this weird butterscotchy smell to it. Hundred percent. That's butterscotch. How do they do that? Not strong at all. It's ninety proof, but it's not. I don't know, man. This could be this could be the breakout hit of the summer. This is McFarland's Reserve. That's not bad. It's. It's not anything really. It does have a good little Kentucky hug there at the end, but as mm-hmm. far as on the palate, like my mouth's still watering. Like it once more. Let's give it another hit. I don't. Definitely, I can see if this is indeed weeded. I can tell because it's not very strong. Like it's you don't get that. Yeah. Overbearing rye. Um, if you guys have had McFarland Reserve. Or if you're from McFarland's Reserve, hit us up. I'd like to talk to you about this. Yeah, it says, I'm looking at drinkhacker.com. It says that the staff at a local franchise of a major retailer suggested McFarland's Reserve as an affordable Weller alternative. So I guess it would be weeded, right? Yeah. I I can't get over this nose, man. There's something. Something weird in it. It it, it, it does does smell like butterscotch. It does say that it was trademarked in 2020, so it's a newer brand, too. IJW Whiskey Company. I'm going to say if you let that sit, if you let that go, if you make that a seven-year-old, that's that would be amazing. As it is, with a minimum of three, listen, it's not bad. It'll get you drunk. It's not going to tear you up. It's... Um, the, the taste is fine. I mean, it tastes like middle of the road bourbon. Um, I'm going to give that. That's a two and a half bottle. Not yeah, bad. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want you to think it's bad. It's not bad for a new bourbon. That's the, probably the best new bourbon I've had. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is this from total wine? Total wine spirits. Yeah. Yeah. So it says that it's a total wine direct spirit. So it might be exclusive at Total Wine. Though, I think the at least in Lexington, I don't know what it's like up there, but Total Wine and Spirits is giving Liquor Barn a run for their money. Uh, we don't have you know, we have I think Liquor Barn bought out one of the like Northern Kentucky liquor stores, but in Ohio it's mostly like Kroger. <laughs> we don't have a lot of we don't have a lot of like standalone liquor stores in Ohio. 
Um, one of the exciting things that uh, popped off <clears throat> in the political realm is uh, the United States and the European Union have ended the tariffs, which was a real concern for the bourbon industry, right? Because for it's bourbon, already yeah. like it, it's it's well it's taxed before, during, after, like it's a highly sought after taxable product, and the bourbon they've entered a new agreement. Um, announced in Rome of all places. Why can't it have been announced in Frankfurt? I don't know. Um, but they're, they're not going to be removed entirely, but uh, some quantity of European steel and aluminum will be allowed to enter the U.S. tariff-free, which is good for on the aluminum front. We've talked about for two years the alum, great aluminum shortage of uh, 1973. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them. You know the I mean? other things, motorcycles, peanut butter, and jeans. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case you were in the market for any of those. <laughs> you know what? Fuck them Europeans. What are we going to tax? What are we not going to let in? You know what? We got we got to stick to peanut our own peanut butter, <laughs> our own motorcycles. No, it was it was Europeans taxing American made motorcycles and, and peanut, peanut butter. butter. Yeah. But we're letting them bring aluminum and steel in. Do Europeans, uh, do they make peanut butter? Do they eat peanut butter? In, I feel like that's like an American. I don't know. I don't know. I probably sound really stupid right now, but. We are not. Well I feel like George Washington Carver. Yeah. I'll go to Europe and let you know if they have peanut butter and jelly over there. Yeah. So It's my turn to drink. I'm so excited for this. Even though you shaved your mustache, you don't deserve a beer. <laughs> so this week, uh, I had a good on Sunday after Ooh, my race. Guess what I did? That. Yeah. Guess what I did? And I had a good friend in town from St. Louis, Brian, aka oh, Brian. three three one four. Look him up. Um, but he was in, he was in town visiting a lot of the the breweries that he he's a big fan of Cincinnati, and went to a oh, bunch of the breweries man. that he hadn't been to. And I met up with him, and he brought me a couple little treats. Yeah, St. Louis, and one of them is what I'm drinking tonight. So thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Shout, shout out, Brian. Yeah, he who's bringing us out. our beer other than Brian? Is brought to you by, and I, I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you the sponsor after because I got a I got a some fun stuff to talk about. But well, I saw their fun stuff, and I'm not rivalry brews for fucking November. and we'll talk third. we'll talk about them in a minute. But the beer tonight is Second Shift, which we had a Second Shift beer. I don't know, like right after I came back from St. St. Louis, Mm -hmm. because they were one of my favorite. They were my favorite brewery that I went to in St. Louis. This beer, they were, or they are still. They were the they were the favorite one that I went to, and they are, I guess, still my favorite that I've been. (laughs) Hasn't changed after I came back. Like ah, you know what? I like this other one better. Um, That Anheuser Busch story really got me thinking. They they deserve it. (laughs) So this beer, Gary, is. Is a I think it's an annual release by them. It is a annual release. Annual release. Uh, and speaking of annual, annual release, the beer is called Chateau La Douchebag. <laughs> Show me <laughs> the 2021 version of Chateau. Oh my La god, Douchebag. it is! I thought you were making that up. <laughs> and it's like all fancy and stuff too. Like it's like oh, this is very douchey. Yeah. You're like oh man, so this is an American wild ale. Reed sour beer, but it is a 
barrel-aged Brett farmhouse ale. Have we talked about Brett Britannomyces in the past? Mm-mm. So it's a it's a specific strain of yeast, like a wild yeast that is very popular in like wild ale, sour beers. Tim, that what, gives off this like funky. We have pale ale. We have ester. what's other kind of ales? India. Uh, I mean, pretty much, beer is either ale or lager. So ales are like stouts, brown ale. You got your pale ale, um, amber ale. All this fun IPA is an ale, and then lagers are um, like a lager, pilsner, Schwartz beer. Um, Porter is kind of a Kolsch is like a hybrid. Um, but those are the two main styles: lager and L eight ale, L eight, L eight one. Did you know that's? I never knew that that that's what L eight was. A late one it literally says it on the bottle. Well, I never drank it, so I didn't know. I just everyone always calls it Ale Eight. Yep, Ale Eight. Anyway, the beer you get that funky right off the bat. Funky Brett, Funky Brett funky it go, would be a good, uh, but it's that like the way that they describe it is like it's like a a um, like a rustic. Like, and they say horse blanket. I never really got a horse blanket flavor from it. And I don't think that I would want that. But it's definitely funky. It looks good. And it tastes, it's very funky. It's like, you can tell that it's sour, but it doesn't have that like sour tingle. Like, it is a, it is a sour beer. You can tell that it's a barrel aged. I think they they make their they barrel age in what are called fooders, mm-hmm. which is like a French style barrel. That's just a big like open vat, wooden vat, which is awesome. Um, but anyway, wooden vat. No, I, I'm I'm digging this. I haven't had a beer of this style in a while, so it's. I don't feel um, like, if it's an annual release. I don't feel like it. I'm probably good, but there's not like a high demand for that style. Um, it depends. It's it's one of those. This is definitely like a beer nerd. Is it a regional thing style. too, or oh, it's, no? Oh, it's a, I can taste like, that bready yeast. <laughs> exactly. That's saying Brett's you, like Brett Michaels, not like yeah, like Brett Brett, or Brett Favre. Yeah. Brett, short for Brettanomyces, which is the strain of yeast. Um. Yeah, it's that wild, funky stuff that this is a beer that when I first got into drinking beer and, and was drinking, you know, IPAs, I would have you been like, like, oh it. my God, this is disgusting. This is, you call this beer? This is some bullshit. Yeah, it is definitely a, an acquired thing that you, I feel like you go through like cycles a lot of time as a beer drinker. And I'm kind of off of this cycle. Like I drink a lot of lagers and mm. I like dark beers. I even am, am off of, some of the New England hazy IPAs. We talked earlier about the no, no shave and no, uh, yeah. the other thing, November. In, so in, I was trying in. to think of. So I thought about no New England IPA November, November, mm-hmm. where I'm not going to drink any New England IPAs. Okay, I'll boycott them too. <laughs> no, non-alcoholic beer, November. 
Okay. So I'm only drinking beer that has alcohol in it. As you should. That's the only ones I could think of. But our beer, Gary, mm-hmm. brought to you by our good friends. Just mostly just our good friend. Because I don't know anybody, anybody else that's there. Adam at Rivalry Brews. Brought to you by Rivalry Brews. We have parting gifts for everyone for a second and third place finisher tonight of not free beer. But, uh, Gary, the, oh, did we give away free beer? We did on Instagram. We did it a f- secret way this time. It was on our Instagram story. And we told you last week you had to message us free beer. And, like, a few people did. Someone won. And he was like, oh, what did I win? <laughs> Free beer, dude. <laughs> you literally <laughs> messaged us free beer. And I hope he was from Kentucky. No, he's from New York. Really? So he enjoys it. Yeah. We got fans everywhere, Gary. That's the, And that amazes me. Like, um, I was listening to one of, and I don't even know, I apologize for this. I've been going through a podcast cycle, right? Um, mm-hmm. Just trying new things. I'm into like true crime podcast right now, this week. Yeah. Um, but I, I was scrolling through and I, it was either Facebook live or hold on. I'll tell you who it is. Our, uh, sir. Hoppyhead had posted. Yeah. Something. Is he the hops and bops podcast? No, he it is. Was, uh, I, I listened to the hops and bops podcast. Yeah. And they're, they're awesome by the way. They are awesome. And it was strictly through scrolling Instagram. And I was like, you know what? Maybe we should take this more seriously. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not, the, and I don't mean that in like, yeah. We are loosely based on drinking here, but we, as you know, do what we want. What do you mean, take more seriously? Like having a uh, podcast about alcohol? Like maybe, uh, maybe make it more of other than like a fifteen Theme. twenty minute segment. Yeah, oh. but uh, I don't, and I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I'm not in a. I'm not very creative. And also you uh shout out to David McKinney. He's the one that kind of like fills in the blanks when it would if it was me, I'd okay, you want to podcast at thirty, I'd set it up at eight fifteen, I'd hit record and I would just start talking. Probably not the best. <laughs> yeah, we I mean I have to at least have some sort I mean we I we could you and I have known each other for long enough. Oh yeah, we could talk we the smack and current events and it'd be fine. No one would listen to it. Nobody would care because who are we to say? Yeah. So we had had to throw in our expertise (laughs) to making people come in and listen to the other bullshit. Yeah. But I, I, some of the feedback that I've gotten is I like it when you guys are just riffing. Yeah. Being done. And then I always, I always mess with the people. I'm like, Oh yeah. Every word that we say is scripted. (laughs) (laughs) We don't, we don't riff. Oh I, yeah, we but anyway, had, Gary we only had one redaction. All right, get this, let's get into some news here. Oh, you're Rival, talking about no rivalry brews. Ten percent off. Uh-huh. Hold on, uh, Gary. November first is what? Christmas season. It's what Mar- Mariah Carey's on the radio. What? It's snowing outside. Got the Christmas lights up. At least I do. I got my uh, a warm place in hell for people. Green and red pajamas on. We already have our stockings up. 
We are ready for Santa. You're in your Christmas Eve pajamas right now, not taking them <laughs> off till December 25th. <laughs> That's right. See my Pass red. me the mashed potatoes, never mind my elf costume. But anyway, the our good friends Rivalry Brews are also in the Christmas spirit because they've got 12 beers of Christmas box coming your way. Pre-orders are available now. You get 12, of course, beers of Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's not it, though, Gary. On the 12th beer of Christmas, my true love yeah. game. 12 of the best Ohio craft Christmas slash winter ales. This is, I, I'm going to order this just because I want this. A laser engraved wallet size bottle opener. What's engraved on it? Lasers. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's going to say, it's going to engrave something on there. <laughs> I don't know. Pew, 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 pew. Probably. Good question. I'll have to follow up with that. I just want that. I don't even care what's on it. But you get free shipping, 25% off Cleveland Beer Week box. Mm-hmm. And the beers in the box, Gary, come from some of the top breweries in Ohio, including Buenos. Mm-hmm. I love the name of their beer, non denominational holiday ale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lock safe. 15, Fragile Festivus, mm-hmm. Masthead, Slay All Day, R. Shea Brewing. Ignite Brewing, Penguin City Brewing has a beer in there. Saucy, Blue Heron, 16 Lots, Mad Tree, Fatheads, and our good friends. This is the one. This beer, one beer is worth the $65 alone. Mm-hmm. Is Fretboard. What's Drummer Boy. Fun? Drummer Boy. It is a winter warmer. And if you see that beer in your store, the barrel aged version of that, so good. You think I'd like it? Probably. It's not hoppy. It's do you if you like like do you like like winter spice? Nope. Then no. <clears throat> but it is barrel aged. <laughs> so you might like it for that. But anyway, go to rivalrybrews.com, use code MMA McKinney, get ten percent off of that. Gary, this beer this twelve beer box comes to you for the low, low price of sixty five bucks. And free shipping. And you get the laser engraved thing. Bottle opener. So less than 60 bucks with our code. There you go. That's a that's a hell of a deal. For some of the best beers in Ohio, you will be drinking all through November. If your family comes over, you can just crack into the all 12 in one night. And you won't have to worry about them. Watch you some college football games. Watch the... Uh, the uh, Pepperidge Farm Goldfish Bowl. Kentucky between, will be in there by the end of the year. <laughs> between Kentucky and uh, Memphis. And, uh, yeah. Let's get into some news now. Do it. Gary. Oh, you want me to do it? We already I'm talked interested. about this. Listen, yeah. I'm interested in this because I think when I was at your house, we had, I can't remember what it was, but I feel like it was fucking space, space hops. No, it was uh, astronaut food. I yeah. think that was actually the name of it. Urban urban artifact, yeah. Yeah, and it was dried whatever. And yeah, it was, it was made really, with really yeah. good. Yeah, I mean like and, it, and you can only get it in like two ounce pours because it's so stout. <laughs> it's fifteen percent. So this is a that was like yeah, the made with freeze so dried good, fruit. Yeah. Shout out Urban Artifact. They came out with another one. Uh I think it was um I think it's blueberry. Freeze dried blueberry. Um but the guy my buddy brian 
was asking for people to get him that, and he had like four people that got, that that got him a four pack of that. Um, so he went back with a bunch of it. Um, but yeah, the Sam Adams um, beer is different. This is we talked about this briefly in the past. Do you remember the uh, we talked about the hops that went into space on the rocket? Do what? Do you? <laughs> On the Sam Adams, or yeah, on one of the rockets. Hold on, let me find it. Uh, I got a little drum stuck in my head. <laughs> the, uh, which one? The Inspiration 4 by Jared Isaacman. They just took a bunch of stuff into space where they're like, I want to see how space affects these things. Yeah. One of the things was like 66 pounds of hops. I think we talked we, we talked about this, but yeah. now it's they're gonna the now beer actually, is ready to go. Yeah. How That's much is called, that beer? It's twenty two dollars for a four pack, which is for not space beer. Yeah, for sp- I mean that's not bad. I feel like when we're all living in space. That's gonna be more. That's yeah, it's gonna be that that'll be probably a deal. Um but I think it's sold out. I tried to get some. As you should. Yeah. And our, our connect said he might not be able to get any, but I think he's going to be able to get us some Utopias. Remember Utopias, the, uh, the $800 a can. <laughs> no, it's $240. I think a bottle and it's like 28% alcohol beer. Wait, is he going to get us a bottle? Well, we, we might get a pour. Okay. How? Yeah. So, okay. Maybe we'll have, maybe we'll have him on again and we can have that as our beer. Who agrees? Be like, oh yeah, I got some extra room. Put put sixty pounds of hops on the fucking jet. <laughs> I don't know. Like, come on now, I, you know they had to pay for that. Yeah, but they yeah. So the the thing was they they asked for they they wanted to auction it off for charity. The beer they said what no which which brewery wants to buy these hops? Oh okay. And Sam Adams, <laughs> uh, the biggest craft yeah. brewery, is like bitch, we got the money. I think they paid. I forget what it was. I think it was like, um, uh, I forget. It was a lot. $100,000. Oh. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Good. And yes, yeah, so the beer is twenty two thirty three for a four pack of 16 ounce. And it's homage out. to the length of time that the inspiration was inspiration for crew was in space. Two days. 23 hours and three minutes. Hmm. Awesome. Um, so last week we talked about the death of seltzers mm-hmm. and here comes fucking Sonic restaurant. The, the place I only get like, I get my wife an ocean water. I'll get a route 44 Coke zero. And I, I couldn't tell you the last time I had food from Sonic. I would say they probably are better known for their drinks. Really? Yeah. They got they're good, coming out uh, with a hard seltzer today. Uh, or they announced, uh, and it's going to be in Texas, Kansas, mm-hmm. Arkansas or Arkansas for nasty, Nebraska, Missouri, and Arizona. The growing market availability builds on consumer excitement for Sonic Hard Seltzer. I feel like somebody's giving Sonic bad information. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what you really do? You, you know those two guys in the car. We get them drunk on 
on, and let them say Dennis. But I don't even think they, <laughs> they should be saying that. <laughs> I don't even think that they they don't sell alcohol at Sonic, so they no, you can't get in the you can't get it in the drive through. And then, you, you know when you really... when you walk into the to your beer store and you're like, oh shit, Sonic. And then all of a sudden, the first thing you're like, man, I want some tater tots. I yeah. don't want the seltzer. I want tater tots. I want. I love. Long. That's my favorite thing about Sonic is that they have tater tots. Any, like I said, all fast food should be required to carry tater tots. Maybe not full time. Well, yeah, yeah, full time. <clears throat> Sonic Hard Seltzer will be available in two variety packs: tropical and citrus. The tropical variety pack uh, features ocean water, which I just mentioned, mm-hmm. melon medley, mango guava, and orange pineapple. What's ocean water? Is ocean water like salty? No, it's Sprite, and it's blue. I don't know. Abby loves it. No. If she was here, I'd ask her. Uh, the citrus variety, cherry limeade, which they're also known for. That's, original that's limeade. Favorite. Classic lemonade and lemon berry. It's going to pack a whopping 100 calories and one gram of sugar per can. For all you interested and concerned, it will be gluten-free. Yeah, all, all seltzer is gluten-free because it's not <laughs> so made it's with cocaine. the... That's um, 5% alcohol. And they've partnered up with uh, Coop Ale Works or Co-op, I, however you read that, uh, based on yeah. Oklahoma City. Uh, they're a brewery, and they they created a lineup of seven year-round beers, four seasonal beers, and a various limited and barrel-age releases. Have you ever heard of them? No. Poo on them, then. <laughs> That uh, next time I go to to uh, Pennsylvania, uh, you're familiar with Sheets, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, which is they have basically the exact same menu as Sonic. Really, it's not a dry. Yeah, they have a very, a very similar menu in that, like they have every, all the like corn dog, hot dogs, or like, yeah, and, corn dogs, hot dogs, yeah, cheese sloppy. sticks, yeah, yeah. But it's it's not a drive through. It's a it's a gas station, but they have beers at sheets that they like sheets branded beers that they've I mean, done we it, it's, we have a branded beer i know everyone does um you know what we don't have though 12 beers and beards of christmas that's what we need and we we don't have like you and i haven't ventured out into singing or rapping or even playing an instrument no yeah, should, have, i don't know if i've ever can you play an instrument no, but I can rap. <laughs> do you remember the podcast that I, I had with Kyle Rozeski? Yeah, and Aaron <laughs> and, Garrett. Rap, and the, rap battle. <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. We're going to pull that up. His, his blog, that was on Blog Talk Radio. It's still, still there. Up? Yeah. yeah, it's still All there. All right, I got to find it. Don't, pull, don't draw attention to our... I've said some foul shit on the internet before. I just want to hear how bad that said the quality. Not that this oh, the is much quality better. is horrible, but it was really our only outlet at the time to do it. Yeah. Remotely. I did it from my cell phone. <clears throat> you did it from your, I, uh, I did it from a house phone yeah. initially. And that was the best, like the best quality. So imagine if a podcast that you're listening to sounded like someone talk, like I listened to like some radio shows Sometimes when they have people call in, I'm like, why do they not just like Skype them or like not even Skype, but like Zoom yeah. or whatever? They have people still call in. I'm like, this mm-hmm. sounds horrible. It's 2021. Get get out of there. But uh, that was the, the, 
the better of the quality. And then you would have other guests call in. Actually, call it, yeah, on their phone, yeah. Yeah, two hours a night. For to at least two, at one point it was two two sh- two bluegrass MMA live shows a week. Yeah, how many you did pro MMA now? Yeah, how many total episodes were on that channel? There was two hundred episodes of bluegrass MMA live, and then me and Aaron did like episode two oh. You and Juan stopped at like two oh one, and y'all and did one more. And, <laughs> we did, me and Aaron went to like two two ten. And then we did like 30 or 40 episodes of the Bluegrass MMA podcast, which I do not remember doing. I yeah, mean, I remember doing like two or three episodes, not 30. Yeah. And then you had your your show with Kyle. Coyote Ugly Show. Yeah. We had like 40 or 50 episodes. I had Ohio MMA Radio, mm-hmm. which was a 30-minute show because that's all you could do on the free version. On the free version. And then... David and I did a little show back in the nineties called Love Line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me, you, Adam Carolla, and Dr. Drew. Yeah. This is the part though where we get to show you a little different side of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that is our musical taste. Granted, if you if you we if you took a car ride with both of us separately and gave us the aux cord, what you would listen to is so different. This week, <laughs> not so much. Yeah. This portion of the show is brought to you by Amazon Music. Go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. Get a free trial for 30 days of Amazon Music Premium. You can say, hey, Alexa, play beers and beards. You can listen to us on Audible. You get, is your phone ringing? No. Oh. Uh, Dave and I had a discussion which band was better, and I can't. It was Fuel or Lit? Filter. Filter, yeah. They're uh, not even I, really that similar. No. Which is, I just, they kind of sound, their name kind of sounds the same. But I, uh, I chose Fuel. And so this week, my song, oh, I still have <laughs> National Barks playing. Uh, my song is, uh, well, I guess I got it selected. Uh, maybe their only song that I know. By Fuel. By Fuel. But this is uh, Hemorrhage. And that's why hands. you said they're better. Because yeah. you know one song. definitely in that like squarely in that like post grunge late 90s era and uh they're from the the great state gary this Uh, week tennessee this week is the backyard what do they call it tennessee kentucky i don't know it's it's really messed with my weekend though the the game has i'm 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 throwing a retirement party for my boss in lexington 
it, they didn't uh, announce the time of the game until like last week, and it's a night game, and it's oh my goodness. Know. So, but we're not super close to the stadium or anything. Um, but this week David goes with a classic. Why? Why did yeah. you choose? Just because it has running in it in the title. That I did. That's that's it. Only reason, and I like the song, and it's on my run. It's on my running playlist. But um, I don't really listen to music when I run. But if I did, this would be <laughs> this is what I would listen to. It's Tom Petty, without the heartbreakers, mm-hmm. running down a dream. Sun beat down. I had the radio on. I was driving. Trees went back. Me and Dell were singing. A little runaway. I was flying. Yeah, running down a dream that never would come to me. Working on mystery. You really can't be top heavy. No, he's such an interesting like that. The driving guitar in that beginning is so like. I mean, this song came out probably in the early to mid '90s, and it's so um, like quintessential of like '80s. Like that's an '80s '80s thing. Um, he was a an artist that was just placed in the wrong era. Like he, that song came out. He was around. Oh, well, they're late 80s. Sorry. But he was like, he sounds like he's from the late 70s. Yeah. Uh, My true story, one of my wife's favorite albums of all time is Wildflowers. That's what the heartbreaker is, right? I assume so. And then he had to go and off himself with fentanyl. He is a... Uh, they, you know, they're they're bringing back King of the Hill. You keep saying that, but I've never seen evidence of this. <laughs> and he is one of the characters. I don't know if they're gonna they have to kill off his character, or he's the voice of one of the characters. Yeah, like Luann's boy. I feel like that's a pretty pretty key character. Um, I just googled like, King of the Hill news. There's nothing of it coming back. It's it. They said that the, uh, um, what's his name? Mike. His name is just escaped my head. Mike Judge. Mike Judge and uh, the other co-creator of the show have they? It's in the works, but they haven't officially announced it. They said it pre- like previously. So you're a King of the Hill insider. Yes, I'm. I'm break breaking news here. Like Damon um, Martin on his uh, <laughs> nerd website or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm, uh, we are going to interview an Oscar winner. I've interviewed not, Olympians. Not the, uh, yeah. Uh, I interviewed Mark Coleman. He was in the Olympics. I interviewed Mark Coleman. And, and, I, and I told this to Mark Slater this week. Uh, good on Mark. Uh, the, the time I interviewed Mark Coleman, I'm pretty sure he was higher than a giraffe's neck. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is many yeah. six months sober now. So yeah, I worked in and I shouldn't say this. Okay. <laughs> but I, Beep. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is okay. We're off the air, right? <laughs> no, just you can I, tell me. You can tell me. Yeah, I've seen him in in uh, in worse uh, worse shape, and and good for him. He seems to be doing really really well. He's training fighters up at Immortal Martial Arts at mm-hmm. Matt Brown's gym mm-hmm. north of Columbus. He seems that he got. I think it was a hip hip surgery that he needed a few years ago, and uh, I think he's got a a new lease on life. Good. It's always been. I think we I mean, donated to his hip surgery. Pretty sure we did. Really? A bluegrass MMA, yeah. A uh, a true, tr- like honestly, the first heavyweight champion, first heavyweight champion, the first UFC event that I ever watched was him. At not not when he won the tournament, but when he came back and fought. Was it Dan Severn that he fought? It was like UFC eleven or twelve or something like that. And now there's been 852 UFC events since then. (laughs) We can't even be bothered to keep up with them. Yeah. If you've made it this far from the bottom of my heart, I love you. And if you love us, give us a share. Tell your friends about us. That's the only ask. Just tell somebody about us. It's free. It's free. doesn't cost you a thing. Um, We are going to work on our Patreon which may only be up for a week. Nobody subscribes. We're like, man, fuck y'all. Um, yeah. But don't forget, you can always drop us a review on any of the podcast platforms that you listen to. However you found us. Yeah, uh, that's a lot. You can uh, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're going to be the face of Meta, which David called that. He, you said it was going to be Horizon, I believe. That's, yeah. But that was it. That was one of the finalists. Um, but yeah, we're chugging along, approaching episode 100. And uh, no plans to stop because there's so much more for us to drink, so much more comedy because this is a comedy podcast. Yes. To bring to you. So uh, in the uh, in the realm of the 90s, I guess it's 2000s, you ever listening to Days of the New? Yeah. This dominated so. the, the radio back in my day. Funny thing, one of my favorite bands of all time, Tantric, is the band from Days of the New with a different lead singer. There's your useless know knowledge for the week. Oh, yeah. It's the only part I remember about this song. I don't think, I don't know that this part's in the song. Oh. Until next week, have a wonderful time. Do something great with your life. And for God's sake, do not put up any Christmas decorations. And I feel for more. Won't you touch me, touch me? Oh, let it go.